Hey there, gorgeous. Welcome to the VLX podcast. My name is Jackie Dixon, and my mission is to help women become healthy, holy, and hot, on fire for God in every area of their lives. Sound good? Let's get started. Happy Wednesday and happy March. Whew, so right now the baby is napping. I just have to say that because if I had mad video editing skills, I would insert the hallelujah chorus right here because I have gone two days with no naps past in the past two days. You can see I have like, I don't even have, well, I don't even have the capacity to speak. But finally, the baby is asleep. We've made it through a huge Mardi Gras week here in New Orleans. If you have never been to New Orleans, um, it is it is a thing. It is a big thing. I think parades started two, if not three weeks ago. It's not just a Mardi Gras Fat Tuesday day thing. This is a month that is bigger than Christmas here, which, you know, is not necessarily the way it should be, but it is the way that it is. So we have been going to parades and little Juliet loves the floats with all the colors and of course she gets all kinds of beads because everybody who's going by thinks she's adorable so it has been a blast but I am totally wiped Whew. and tomorrow we leave to fly to LA for a super fun conference that I am really really pumped about with one of my favorite entrepreneur mentors who's also a believer who's just all fired up, very much who she is and bold and a lot of fun to follow and watch. Her name is Shalene Johnson. I don't know if any of you guys know her or if you know of like the Beachbody workout line. She does some of their fitness programs too. So really awesome lady and I'm excited to meet her and learn from her. But for now, with this 20 minute window of glory where the baby is definitely asleep, praise God, I want to talk with you about this kind of month's theme, which in my mind sometimes is St. Patrick's Day. I tend to take my months by holiday. So February is the month of love because of Valentine's Day and the whole house here is red and white and pink. And then this month it's time to transition to a little green and gold. So I am primarily Irish. That is my primary descent. And I have been to Ireland twice. And it's actually a fascinating culture there. Um, fascinating weather. It prepared me for New Orleans weather of rain 15 minutes, sunny 15 minutes, rain 15 minutes, but really, really wonderful, interesting people. Uh, obviously, these are generalizations, but I by and large found them to be very open, very willing to just sit and talk with you about life, very interested in who you are, very willing to share their own stories, definitely a kind of a, a culture of raconteurs, if you know that word, kind of a storyteller culture. So really fun to be there. And I have kind of because of that and because of, you know, family connections, fallen in love with this little holiday. And of course, the actual story behind St. Patrick and the three-leaf clover that he used to explain the Trinity to his home country after he was converted is just a beautiful tale. So if you haven't found that, I really encourage you to Google the story of St. Patrick. It is absolutely worth it. This is not a holiday just about over-drinking and, you know, dyeing your mashed potatoes green or whatever it is. So definitely look that up if you haven't. But what I want to chat about while I have a couple minutes here is how to create your own luck and this whole concept of luck. I know as a woman, and I think that guys have the same thing too, but we're all girls here. So 
When we look at other women, it can often feel like, oh, she just has all the luck. And it's really kind of an envy or a jealousy that we're expressing. And um, it feels like the world is just uneven. And so-and-so over here got so much good stuff and so-and-so over here got the short end of the stick. And obviously, to some extent, that is, that is the case. Some people seem to not have problems. <laughs> and of course, that's not true. Um, but it can appear that way to us because the problems that are most visible, most obvious, maybe a health issue or, you know, a, a lack of financial situation, like they're homeless on the street. Some things are just obvious and other things are behind closed doors. The perfectly put together family that inside is struggling with addiction and abuse and adultery or some really horrific stuff. But we on the outside think, oh, well, they've got it all together. They don't have problems, quote unquote. So... It can look like some people are luckier than others, and certainly some problems may be easier to deal with than others. But in general, everybody's got problems. Everybody's got problems. If you haven't figured that one out, let me just tell you, everybody's got problems. It's just a matter of what type of problem and how they're dealing with it. So I think God gives us those things to test us, to allow us to show our spirits to him, to show how willing we are to stick to holiness, how dedicated and faithful we will be to his ways to, to righteousness, not to self-righteousness, but to righteousness. And uh, struggles aren't fun, but they do if we live through them well and not allow them to embitter us. They do strengthen us and take us into a higher level on the, the backside. I love comparing any struggle I'm in, even if they're minor, just thinking about it in terms of Christ's path, right? This is the season that we're entering here. Christ had to go through quite a bit, shall we say. No one I know has been crucified. But on the other end, he not only obviously was personally victorious over death, but got that victory for all of us who believe in him. It's incredible. So there is always better life, some kind of more freedom, some kind of more maturity, some closer intimacy with God on the backside of a struggle if we can live through it well. That's the tough part. So a little bit of a digression there, but I do want to talk about First, just that awareness that everybody is not, there's not this group of people who are incredibly lucky and have it all, but we all have struggles. Now, how do we actually go about creating luck? Is that even possible? Is that even a thing? Uh, is there any way that we can kind of shape our lives so that we get luckier? Well, I think that in a way there is. Um, you may have heard the phrase, let's see if I can make sure I get this correctly. Luck is preparation meeting opportunity or luck happens when preparation meets opportunity. And the concept there is that we get lucky when we're prepared, when we're ready, and then suddenly, you know, something comes in to our situation that makes all of that preparation click. Like, for example, people love to say, oh, you need to write the book manuscript, and then when the publisher comes, you'll be ready. And people will say, oh, you got so lucky, but you already had your book ready. So not all of us are out there trying to write a book, but how about, um, you know, somebody might get lucky supposedly, by getting a great score on a test, when in reality, the test was coming, here comes opportunity, and they prepared by studying as best they could. So I love to think about it that way. I, like everyone, I think probably get stuck in thinking, oh my gosh, this just happens to other people, or this just happens to them, that's not for me. And then I realize, wait a second, I have way more control over this than I'm giving myself credit for. I am intentionally stepping out of my power into a victim mentality and thinking that I can't do this. When in reality, if I prepare, <laughs> when that opportunity comes, I can step into it just as anyone else can. And that includes you as well, obviously. If there's an opportunity coming 
And a lot of people think that, well, I'll get to that in a minute. If there's an opportunity coming, our preparation can allow us to be in a spot where we can take advantage of that opportunity, where we can say, perfect, I am ready to rock and roll, I can do this. Now, as I was about to say, there's a spiritual level, I think, where our preparing shows God the willingness of our hearts to be in a co-creative relationship with Him. And I have actually seen in my life and in my clients' lives and lives around me that when someone gets off of their behind, if you will, and says, okay, I'm doing it. I am done with this. I am going to walk in this direction and try to start making something happen. Even if nothing seems to, to be opening for me, I am going to head in this direction. And perhaps it's chance that then suddenly things come up to to take them to the next level of whatever area of their life they want. Or perhaps it's God saying, okay, she just essentially submitted her will to me by taking action in the area that I convicted her on. And now I can open up things. I can bring things to her. I can make things happen because now we're in a co-creative relationship. Now she's gotten up and she's gotten the ball rolling. So how do we create luck? I think that's part one is to prepare. How do you prepare? Well, it depends on what it is that you want to get lucky in. Do you want to get lucky in a relationship? Then you need to prepare your heart. You need to be reading books about marriage. You need to be talking to people who have successful marriages about how they did it. You need to be cleaning out your house to make room for someone else's belongings and life to come in and join yours. You need to be working through maybe past things from what you've seen in your parents or your friends, any kind of relational baggage, which we all have, even if we haven't had a bunch of relationships in our lives. I promise you it's there, if only from what we've seen on TV. Um, so, or maybe you want to prepare to move. Maybe you just feel called to get out of the place you currently are. Well, then you need to start cleaning out your stuff, right? We need to do a big spring cleaning and we need to get rid of things. We need to start researching where we want to move to. We need to start, um, figuring out what other areas of our lives need to come into line in order for us to be able to go somewhere else. Do we need to switch to a local bank if we're somewhere here? Do we need to... Um, you know, start making connections at a church in a place that we want to move. So what do you need to prepare to be ready for, for what you want to have happen? Don't assume it won't happen. Assume it will happen and you need to get ready now. That's the best way to prepare. Okay. So that's the first way we create luck is to prepare for opportunities that are then going to come our way. The second way is to show a willingness and openness to God's will for us to really submit ourselves to whatever it is he has and say, God, I'm starting to move here. I feel like you're calling me in this area. Let's go. Like I'm ready. Let's do it. God, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to just start stepping and then allowing God to open those supernatural doors of luck or really God's blessing, God's action, God's favor, God's movement and God's providence in our lives. When he sees that we are willing to work with him rather than just sitting around complaining that we don't have what we want. Right? So two ways, prepare, study and prepare what it is that you need to do and then do it. And then tell God, kind of point it out like, Hey, I just, you know, wanted to let you know, obviously you're already aware, but I'm opening up this conversation. Now, God, I am ready. I am taking action. Start bringing me those opportunities. Start bringing me things as I'm ready for them, as it's your will for me. So there's two ways. The third way, and this is my favorite because it almost contradicts the first way. And it is what I personally use the most. <laughs> and that is pitch yourself into an environment and an opportunity that you're not yet ready for or that you don't yet feel ready for. So I, for example, am going to this conference and this is a live event that is part of a course that I purchased. Um, and you know, so I've been working through that course material, but to be honest, it's a massive course. It's like 14 modules, all these videos, all these worksheets, lots of bonuses, and I haven't gotten through it all. And, uh, 
part of me is like, well, I really, you know, I shouldn't do this until I can get it perfect. But that's exactly the kind of attitude that can often block us from being able to be in the right place at the right time. So I know this is a major theme that I love to talk on, but I really want you guys to have this deep in your heart. Act before you're ready to jump in there before you feel like it's the right time. Now I'm saying, you know, to an extent, right? Obviously, if everything is going haywire and you just feel the sense of dread in your heart toward going, then don't go. Don't step in a new area. But often when everything is haywire, that's because everything is shifting. And now is a good time to take a step in the direction that you want it to shift. Everything's up in the air already. So let's kind of try to orient it toward this direction that we feel called in rather than just waiting for the chips to fall and seeing what we're left with. Let's use that kind of messy middle period to direct where we feel that God's calling us. So get yourself into a situation where you feel a little in over your head. Get yourself into a position where you think, I am just not sure that I am ready for this. I want it, I feel like it's right for me, I feel like it's what God has for me, but maybe in like four or five years, and get there now. I'm not saying that that will immediately get you what it is that you want right now, but it will start the wheels turning and they might be ready to go a lot faster. You might be ready for that a lot faster than you think you are. You really might be. You might be able to step into what you're called to years before you think so. So jump into a situation that you don't feel ready for and you'll be amazed by the connections that you'll make, the people that you'll meet, the things that you'll learn, the ideas that you'll have, the opportunities that will come forward, the resources that might show up to support you, all of these things which tend to move toward us as we take action. You might have heard the quote that boldness has genius and magic in it. I think I think I got that correct. It's just this beautiful, it's like suddenly we're pulling all of this energy toward us because we're finally moving. If you think of like a ball rolling, suddenly things are reacting to it. Like maybe the grass is moving or you know a tree has to get out of the way. Uh, a person needs to move. Things are suddenly reacting to the movement here rather than us being the things reacting to the movement that's happening around us. So when we take more of a proactive stance and we prepare and study what it is that we need to, to know and to do in order for opportunities that come toward us for us to be able to step into them. When we open up that conversation with God and we say, Lord, I'm taking action here. I'm ready. Go ahead and bring me what I need. Bring me the opportunities. God, show me what it is that you have for me and what I need to do to step into it. And three, when we throw ourselves in a little bit too too deep when we get in a little over our heads and are kind of a little nervous that's when magic luck or really God's opening of whatever he has next for you happens so I hope that's been helpful now what I'm doing these days is something called the bombshell membership where each of these monthly themes I go a lot more deeply into and as a group we work around how, what does that actually look like how does that actually work in our lives, whether it's dating or it's health or it's you know, finances and career or it's family relationships? What does it look like for us to create our own luck this month? That's gonna be our theme. How can we do that? How can we prayerfully, biblically, responsibly, wisely, but a little bit boldly, a little bit confidently and very secure in Christ step into that. So if that is something that you would like to join us for, this month's masterclass as part of the Bombshell membership, let me know in the comments below or message me, or you can always email me, Jackie at JackieDixon.org. And this is a really exciting way I have to support you guys going deeper in these topics that I'm uh, presenting on in here. But I want you to create your own luck this month. I want you to realize that you're not just stuck where you are. That doesn't mean necessarily that you're not in a waiting season. Perhaps you are, but that's a great time to be preparing 
It's a great time to be preparing because sometimes repairing is hard to fit in. But in those waiting seasons, oh gosh, that is the absolute best time to be studying, to be thinking, to be praying, to be beginning to take those first little steps, which are actually action steps, even though they just look like preparation behind the scenes. They're actually action steps to make bigger things happen down the road. So I'd love to have you join us. And I hope you got a lot out of this. I hope that you take the, uh, the little gold pixie dust, if you will, this month and create your own luck with God. He has so much in store for you. And he thinks you are just worthy of so much more than you probably do. So talk to him about it and go get lucky, gorgeous. Have a gorgeous week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the VLX podcast. I'd love to keep you motivated to go after God's plan in every area of your life. So if you love what I'm talking about, subscribe to this channel and come find me on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and Twitter at Jackie Dixon VLX. I'd love to virtually meet and interact with you. And if you're interested in the concept of the biblical bombshell, please join me for a soiree where I'll teach you the 12 pillars of a woman who is healthy, holy, and hot. RSVP at JackieDixon.org forward slash soiree. I'll see you there, beautiful.